Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. My latest CD audio series, Five Hours Worth of Study of God's Word, is available now. It's entitled Clear and Present Danger. I have chosen five different activities that are going on, current events that are unfolding before our very eyes. I say to you that these are a clear and present danger to the body of Christ. This is a must study for you. I'm going to give you an introduction to this series. If you would take a few moments, you can listen to it. And then after we've done that, I'll tell you how you can get your own personal copy of A Clear and Present Danger. But right now, here's the introduction to this five-hour series. But now we've got something else. Not only are these people dumb on purpose, but there are those people who believe in design, but they've got problems intelligent design. That's what design is. That comes out of Greek mythology. That there has to be a designer with intelligence who brought this into existence. Christians have used it for years. Have you ever heard the story about the 747? Guy was explaining the 747, this big giant aircraft that basically is not even supposed to fly. And they said, where'd you get the 747? Oh, said, we had a tornado the other day. It came through a junkyard and it pulled up the 747. He said, come on, man, don't be stupid. So, well, that's what you said happened to bring life into existence. Or the watch. Those have been illustrations that I have used, other Christian speakers have used for years. It's called intelligent design. We have the IDM, the Intelligent Design Movement. They are fighting in the marketplace to have a position in academia so they can be taught as one of the possibilities for the origins of life. But it has some problems. It has some problems. Just like evolution, it needs time and chance. Number two, they don't have a record of anybody who observed it. They have no way to explain it. Every one of them, however he may be in his own mind, is what he thinks, and that's what it is. And they will not recognize a creator. They will not specify who the designer is. Intelligent design. Fighting in the marketplace, we surely probably ought to encourage it, but not buy into it. It's got too many problems. The concept is great. The conflicts are pretty dangerous. We've got to be careful. You see, that's why. That's why there's a fight against creation. But not only are they dumb on purpose, not only does design have problems, but the designer is in prophecy. Go to Revelation chapter 1 with me, if you will. Revelation chapter 1. Verse 8, Revelation 1, 8. Let me show you something. Jesus Christ speaking here. The whole purpose of Revelation is to present a revelation of Jesus Christ, his person, his power, and his program. Chapter 1, book of Revelation, verse 8. I am Alpha and Omega, The beginning and the end, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty, El Shaddai, Jesus Christ. Same as he is 
in the Old Testament. I am Alpha, the beginning and the end. You want to know why? It says over in 2 Peter chapter 3, they will be dumb on purpose. Design has problems. It says, by the word of God, it says there in verse 5 of 2 Peter chapter 3. And then verse 9, you know what it says? But Jesus is not slack concerning his promise, like other men would be slack. But he's not willing that any perish, but all should come in knowledge of him. There's only one reason Jesus Christ has not shouted for the rapture to take place. Only one reason. He is not willing that any would perish. And he's wanting us to be involved. Get up off our blessed assurance. Don't come to a Bible conference and just take it in. Never give it out. He's wanting us to go out there. It says in 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 12, we can hasten the coming of the Lord. The designer is in prophecy. He's in prophecy. Let me just show you two locations, and then we're going to close. Go to Zechariah chapter 12. Zechariah chapter 12. You know what Zechariah? Zechariah uses the word Jerusalem 52 times. The whole Bible uses the word Jerusalem 764 times. But in Zechariah, 52 times, that book has more usage of the word Jerusalem than any other individual book in the entire Bible. This is apocalyptic literature. This is Zechariah the prophet priest who is giving us information. Starting in chapters 12, 13, and 14, he gives us the time of the end when Jesus Christ will step down on the earth. The word Jerusalem is used 21 times in these three chapters. There's another phrase used 17 times, the day of the Lord. He's talking about Jerusalem in the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord is when Jesus Christ will plant his feet on the Mount of Olives. Zechariah chapter 14 and verse 4. Now, notice how he is going to set it up. In verses 2 and 3, he calls Jerusalem a cup of trembling. In verse 3, he calls Jerusalem a burdensome stone. Ask Ariel Sharon if he could get up off of his deathbed. He would tell you Jerusalem is a burdensome stone. On September the 29th, 2000, Marty Hahn and I were in Jerusalem doing Day of Discovery television production. When we heard the ambulances, we heard the police cars, we heard the, Is- the Israeli Defense Force units traveling to the Temple Mount. Ariel Sharon earlier that morning had walked up onto the Temple Mount. He just looked around. He was up there probably about 27 minutes. He comes off the Temple Mount, did not one thing except look up there. And the Palestinian leadership used that as an excuse to start the second Intifada. Intifada, an Arabic word, which means public uprising. It started September the 29th, 2000. I was there when it began. They started throwing brickbats. They started throwing broken bottles and, and, and rocks all on the worshipers at the Western Wall. That was the beginning. They just needed an excuse. And Ariel Sharon, since 2000, has had the burden of Jerusalem upon his shoulders, possibly contributing to his demise. And as a cup of trembling, this is apocalyptic literature, a cup that has the juice in it. The book of Proverbs says when it starts to move, it's intoxicating, don't touch it. What the Bible teaches in the last days, in the day of the Lord, just before Jesus Christ comes back, Jerusalem becomes intoxicating with power. That's exactly where it is. I sat with the Mufti of Jerusalem, the highest ranking Muslim in the Middle East. I sat in his office right on the edge of the Temple Mount. 
He said there's no evidence the Jews were ever on the Temple Mount. Two weeks ago, the Islamic movement in Israel said the Jews are getting ready to attack the Muslims. They're digging on the Temple Mount. They're getting ready to build their temple. We are calling alert across the Islamic world. And 1.5 billion people were put on alert. Jerusalem, a cup of trembling. But notice what it says in Zechariah 12. Just before it says Zechariah tells us that Jerusalem will be a cup of trembling, a burdensome stone. Look at verse 1. And the burden of the word of the Lord for Israel, saith the Lord, which stretcheth forth the heavens and layeth the foundations of the earth and formeth the soul of man within him. Before God gives the prophecy on Jerusalem. And by the way, you focus on Jerusalem. If you want to know where God is in his timeline, you focus on the city of Jerusalem. And just before it, you know what he says? I'm the one that stretched out the heavens. I'm the one that put the foundations of the earth in place. I'm the one that put the spirit of man in him. Now, because I'm the creator, the alpha, I can be the omega. Here's what I say. Go to Jeremiah chapter 31. Jeremiah chapter 31. This is a precious passage. We'll look deeper into it at another time. But notice verse 35. The second thing you want to look at in light of biblical prophecy to know where we are in God's time. After you look at Jerusalem, look at the Jewish people. And here's what God says about the Jewish people. Verse 35. Thus saith the Lord, which giveth the sun for a light by day. When did he do that? On the fourth day of creation. And the moon and the stars also on the fourth day of creation for a light by night, which divideth the sea with the waves thereof that they roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. In other words, the tides are the responsibility of Jesus Christ, the creator, as he placed the sun and the moon in the heavenlies. Verse 36, if those ordinances, the sun, the moon, the stars, the waves, if those ordinances can depart from before me, saith the Lord, then the seed of Israel also shall cease from being a nation before me forever and ever. The creator says, I'll take care of the Jew. You watch him and you'll know where I am. Chapter 33, two verses and we'll quit. Verse 20, chapter 33. Thus saith the Lord, if ye can break my covenant with the day and my covenant with the night, and that there shall be not any day or night in their seasons, verse 21, then may all my covenants be broken with David, my servant, that he should not have a son to reign on his throne. As long as the sun, the moon, and the stars are in heaven, mark it down, Jesus Christ is coming back to rule and reign. That's the promise he gave to David. The Davidic covenant. 2 Samuel chapter 7. I've promised. And here's my guarantee. The sun. The moon. See the the sun, that's larger. It's the moon. And the waves. The waves. He's coming. We know it. Just look outside. Don't even have to read the book. Just look outside. But before he comes, they'll try to attack him. Attack him? 
Oh, they'll use subterfuge. They'll go for creation. They'll even give you intelligent design. It's a clear and present danger. Wake up. Make your pastor preach on creation. If he won't do it, leave. Get out of there. Dust on your sandals will fall aside. He's coming. He's the Alpha and the Omega going after him because he knows the beginning and the end. Father, it is a clear and present danger. They would question your son's creative acts. Peter, in his last days, said there'll be scoffers walking after their own lust, denying the coming of the Lord by denying creation. We're living in those days a clear and present danger, evidence, the soon coming of our wonderful Savior. He's not going to be slack on his promise. He's just endeavoring to try to win others. Let us join in that joint ministry of winning others as we hasten his return. My precious name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you so very much for taking a few moments to listen to this introduction to the five-hour CD series that I have just produced. It's on audio. It's available to you. It's entitled, A Clear and Present Danger, The Fight Against Creationism, Satan's Replacement Theology, Preparations for Ecclesiastical Babylon, The Global Threat of Islam, and The Mysterious Silence of the Church. Those are the five titles for this five hours of Bible study, which will help you to understand the times in which we're living, a time when Jesus Christ could shout to call us to be with him. If you would like your copy of this series, you can purchase it by going to our website, www prophecytoday.com. Go to the shopping mall and they will give you instructions as to how to get your copy. Or you can call one of our friends is standing by. Our toll-free number is 877-674-3298. That's 877-674-3298. It's a toll-free number from across America. I'm Jimmy DeYoung and thank you so much for taking a moment of your time for this Bible study. By the way, this Bible study and what you will learn from a clear and present danger series is letting us know the rapture could happen at any moment. And having said that, there's not anything left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...